0: And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat. I'm John Ray alongside Frazier and Dieter Alfreda Managing Partner, Roger Lesby. Roger.
1: Hey John, good morning. How are you?
0: Good morning. How you doing?
1: I'm doing fine. We've got our uh, June show here in late July, so uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, we had a little turbulence there on the June show, but we're making up for it fast, right? Well,
1: we're, we're, we're glad you're back from your cruise in Alaska and uh, and and over your little COVID. Session. Yeah,
0: Roger's glad to get me back to work. So uh, and I'm happy to be back because we got three great guests today, right?
1: We do. I'm really yeah. honored that we have uh, Scott Jordan and uh, several of his representatives here from. Pinnacle Bank.
0: Yeah, Scott Jordan from Pinnacle Bank along with Rose Sharif and Matthew Ricks. Uh, Scott, let's start with you and give
2: everyone an introduction to Pinnacle Financial. Perfect. So Pinnacle Financial, we're a $41 billion bank and financial services company headquartered in Nashville. Uh, actually, currently are the number one market share bank in Nashville, working on number one in Tennessee due to a consolidation in that market. We um you know, Probably one of the unique things about our bank is it was founded as a startup 22 years ago. So very rare to see a bank grow mostly organically over 22 years mm. with its original founders still actually as the CEO and the executive team. And when we came into Atlanta almost a couple of years ago, it's a very similar story. We're a startup, brand new brand, hardly anybody knows who we are. And that's been, to me, it's been exciting. And I think the group would say the same thing is, no preconceived notions about who we are. And we think we have a really awesome story to tell.
0: Yeah, that's terrific. Talk about the, uh, you are three experienced bankers that have come and decided to plant the flag in North Fulton for Pinnacle Financial. So let's maybe go around each of you and talk a little bit about um, why you
2: made the move and what you're doing now for Pinnacle. Cool. So for me, uh, my title is area manager, which basically means I'll be the regional manager for North Metro Atlanta, similar to a job I had in my prior employer. But what I thought was very different is for years, I was asked to move around Metro Atlanta running somebody else's playbook. Um, That was something that ran its course for me personally and professionally. I got a little tired, bored. I was part of the cliched Great Resignation. Um, our uh, state leader, Rob Garcia, who's a longtime friend, um, dripped on me for two years. I was sitting at home with my schnauzer and uh, <laughs> tired of that and uh, running a, a pretty large group in the midst of a pretty you know, turbulent merger. Um, and the more I heard about the opportunity to build something from the ground up, it was something that you know, everybody's story is different for, but for me, I always thought I wanted to start a bank. Um, as I got older, I realized I have expenses. I have children. It's a little harder to do that in this environment. Um, and this was like the best of both worlds. It was our ability to create it from scratch, you know, blank slate, and then hire the best talent, two of those who are with me today and really shape our destiny with what we believe is probably one of the u- most unique banking models around. Um, I left a 22-year job. Um, it was very hard. Mm. I still love a lot of people at my former employer. Probably the hardest part is I see them all over town, um, and I love many of them, and mm-hmm. I have a pension there. So I uh, I joke I want them to be tied for like a close second place um, <laughs> when they're competing against us. But, uh, yeah, very, very excited to be on board. And it, but it wasn't easy, in but, the yeah. initial part, but, but it's been great. But
1: you're so right, Scott. So, so when I came up and helped our firm – create and build Alpharetta, which at the time was our first second office. Um, It was exciting. Uh, I probably worked harder because of that. And that's a good thing for the firm to have senior partners working hard. But it all starts with you've got to have talent. So why don't you introduce some of your talented people to us today?
2: Absolutely. So I am just the bottle washer. These two are (laughs) much more talented than me. So Rose Sharif, uh, she was charged or will be charged with leading our Alpharetta office. Uh, That will be our headquarters flagship for the North Metro area right across from Avalon. Um, Longtime veteran, let her explain herself. And then Matt Ricks, uh, financial advisor, mostly serving entrepreneurs, uh, incredibly gifted came from another competitor um, to me is one of the most productive people we have already out of the gate and his clients love him. And that's been evident with them following him. And we're seeing the same thing with Rose. We knew that would happen. Rose is long time, really preferred band brand in banking. Um, mm-hmm. But already out of the gate, she has a hallway full of clients waiting to see her. So that's been <laughs> awesome. And we don't even have her building yet. So that's been really, <laughs> that's great. pretty cool. Rose,
3: um i think this uh, the same reason that i, that I came here it was the same reason that scott did and i'm sure it's the same for matt is the chance to just build a branch from scratch you know from ground floor up it's exciting i've done this a couple of other times through a couple of other banks and each time it doesn't get old it's fun it's exciting it's scary it's um it's a combination of everything but it's just a, having the The partnership that I will have and I currently have with our commercial team is huge. And that's what's going to get us there. We're going to be successful in this market, be able to take care of the community in this market and looking forward to it.
1: Cool. And we're glad to have you here. Thank
4: you. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) And then we have Matt.
4: Yeah, I think for me, uh, you know, I came right at 2020, beginning of 2020. And I think we all, when I followed Rob, it was, Uh, It was all about relationships, right? And so uh, to be able to to come over and start something new, and to Scott's point, I was with uh, my only institution I worked at for 16 years before I came here. So it was hard to leave. I wasn't looking to leave, but with Rob being a mentor and to start something new, and, and once I met the management up in Nashville and saw their model and how, you know, Terry, our CEO, has a phrase, we are at war with the bureaucratic or bureaucracy And the impersonal, uh, which you see a lot in the banking industry today. And so I think that's our differentiator and our, our value proposition that we can provide to our clients. And, and we're out there every day trying to to do that. So, yeah, it sounds like Rob Garcia is hard to turn down.
0: That's what I'm hearing in this. (laughs) He's good. (laughs) Yeah. He's
1: talented. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he just wore him down. I I know.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm hearing, Roger. Um, well, let's, I mean, you could have gone to a lot of different banks to to build in North Fulton, but what what was it that, besides Rob wearing you down, what was it that stood out about Pinnacle? And I think one one of the things I'm hearing is is history, is that Pinnacle knows how to grow organically, which is can be rare sometimes in the banking industry, right?
2: Yeah, very much so. I mean, I think, you know, for me, and it, it was several factors, but One of the things I thought was really interesting out of the gate was we only hire people with 10 years minimum experience. So I don't know of any other bank, hardly any other profession that does that. And it's a high bar, you know, to chin. So, you know, when you're trying to hire talent, it's already hard enough that you're narrowing down to we only want the best of the best that have been in the field for a while. But what I loved about that is I thought my whole career, and I was a rookie at one point, um, I have mentored many rookies, well, what I do remember about that is clients don't like being a living laboratory. You know, a business owner wants to have a Roger or you give them great advice. Um, they want to know you know a little bit about their industry, and they want to know maybe you have a little bit of your own money that you've you know learned how to lose or gain or whatever. And you know, to know that I would be on the hall with people that knew what they were doing would also be compelling for me as I was recruiting talent, as they would say, "Well, wow, I don't have to be surrounded by a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing." And that's just a really cool thing. Um, the next thing, and and this was probably more from a heart tug piece, was 100% of our employees are shareholders of Pinnacle. Um, I'm not familiar with any bank in this market that has that outside of maybe a smaller community bank. There may be somebody I'm forgetting. Also, we all play off a corporate incentive plan. So all of us are on the exact same incentive plan. There's no individual incentives. No individual goals. I mean, we do have expectations, obviously. You have to be able to perform. Um, but the freedom to be able to move banks, have ramp-up period, know that everybody on your team is going to be an owner in the company and carrying water. And that goes from everybody from the custodial staff to IT to HR to the teller line. And to know that some of my teammates that had never had a bonus or never had share shares in the company's stock would have that opportunity I mean, I told one of my teammates and, you know, literally I, I saw tears in her eyes. Um, mm. And I, I thought that was a pretty neat thing to say, this is different. This is special. And really what it is, is it builds accountability. All of us know we're working for the same goal. There's never going to be incentive for Matt or Rose to do something extra for a client for their own benefit. You know, it's going to be what's good for the client is good for all of Pinnacle. What's bad for a client is bad for all of Pinnacle. And we're going to follow that model. Um and you know, what, what you know, you can talk stats, but I think what's interesting is those two things, which I think are two of our key tenets, lead to an unusually high retention rate. We average between 93 95% retention of our employees, mm. might be the highest that I'm aware of in the industry. Um, nobody leaves until they're ready to retire. I mean, that's kind of been our thing, and a lot of it's because it's the long game, and I think we're playing it very well.
1: Well, one of the great things about having some bankers on board is, is that you guys have got your finger on the economy or the pulse of the economy. And so what are you seeing there in terms of uh, loan demands, deposit demands, um, requests coming from your clients? You know,
4: Roger, I think uh, we're lucky to be in the Southeast and the Georgia state and more specifically Atlanta market where a lot of our clients are. And to that end, I think we're more insulated than the national economy. And you know, dealing with C&I companies and, and commercial real estate developers, we've still got a lot of growth and loan demand on that end. And so we're lucky and we're blessed there. And uh, a lot of our clients are, are investing back in their companies. We're seeing a lot of requests in that end. Rose, would you like to add anything?
3: Well, and and on my side, you know, I'm, I'm I'm finding people because they can't touch their mortgages right now, if they're locked in at really good rates below three or right at three or slightly above it, they're needing to do work around their home or whatever purpose that they need additional funds, they're doing equity lines. They're coming in to do those more because they don't want to touch their first mortgage. They don't want to refinance right now. It's not the time to do it. So we're able to help a lot of clients. Um, on the deposit side, uh, because of the rates, we're able to do a lot more for our clients. And um, I have some senior clients that um, that are so grateful that they're getting four to five times more than what they were earning before a couple of months ago. So it's, it's fun to see that, that, gl- that glimpse in their eyes and they're grateful, they're happy and it's making a difference in their life. And that's what we're all about at Pinnacle is to help all our customers in whatever way we can financially.
1: And you know that's really what we're seeing among our client base, Matt. I think that was well articulated and you know, our clients still seem to be doing well. Um, I don't want to try to talk us into a recession. We may have a technical recession, but uh, it, it, when, where I see our clients doing well, when I see all the equity that's been built up in homes, um, when I see that the job market is still on fire and you know, our Georgia unemployment rate was, was below 3%. It's hard for me to fathom that we could be in a recession if we have that kind of demand. So I think when I start seeing layoffs and things of that nature, it will probably be more evident that that's coming. But right now, I don't see that. And so, uh, you know, thank you guys for your comments and your views.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing that, you know, I would say that we're having to do a better job of as bankers, period, as financial advisors, Matt Matt described his role as is. There are some unusual headwinds. I mean, the economy is, to me, I think it's fine, generally speaking. I think a lot of our clients are doing better than they were a few years ago. So that's been awesome to see. But this inflation thing is real. I mean, a lot of businesses are trying to manage some unusual inflationary environment they haven't seen in a while. Consumers as well. Um, I think the supply chain challenges you hear about, it's almost become a cliched excuse. In fact, somebody told me at Taco Bell the other day, that's why it took a while for us to get to the front line. I thought this young lady doesn't know what, that means but she's using it but but it is a legitimate thing that i think a lot of our businesses it's it's unprecedented uh, they don't have a lot of peers that can give them great advice on it so we're all trying to collectively solve for it but yeah and then obviously throw in rising rates you know that's one thing obviously banks are dealing with um but you know all of that still to the side i think the fundamentals are strong and i agree with you roger i think the labor market is the best indicator to me of The future and the brightness of it is everybody I talk to is struggling to find talent. So probably the hard part is the market is real tight from a labor perspective. Maybe we need a little slack to open up doors for people a little bit. But what I love about entrepreneurs and who we normally serve, they figure this stuff out. I mean, I've never seen a crisis that entrepreneurs don't collectively solve for. We're just there to help serve you know as an advisor and a benchmarker and a soundboard
1: but i mean corporate balance sheets are strong personal balance sheets are strong and the bank's balance sheets are strong i mean all the banks True. just uh all of them passed with flying colors uh on the uh on the testing just what was that a week or two ago yeah a couple of weeks back yeah.
2: which is very encouraging to hear I mean, absolutely we want to hear that. absolutely no, for sure you
0: said something there scott that i think is important hearkening back to uh, the experience of your people i mean when, when when you're, when you're trying to work it out with your banker as a business owner, right? Um, you're you, it really helps to have a banker who is networked and in touch with a lot of different businesses and sees what other businesses are doing. And you can be a resource to your clients in that regard, right?
2: Absolutely. I mean, I, I think that is the reason we choose that experience benchmark is we want our clients to come to a team that knows how to respond to them. And I learn every day. I mean, this is – my son is a baseball player. He just paid in a baseball all-star tournament. And I joke with my team all the time. It's like we put together literally an all-star team of all my favorite people over the years. And to be able to brainstorm and say, you've seen one of these, right? And,
0: mm.
2: I mean, that, that's been an interesting and unusual. And, you know, I've always had – just like most folks, there's always been a gap in the team. I, I don't know a gap. I mean, in fact, I feel like I'm the gap sometimes. So – It's uh, I I think our business owners call us and they get good responses and we speak definitively. And if we don't know, we go research and, you know, to be able to pull that collective brain power together. I think that's uh, what Rose said earlier. That's how we win in this market. I think.
1: Tell us a little bit about some of the uh, community efforts that Pinnacle Bank is doing.
2: So we've, we've done a few things so far. I think at a base level, a lot of us serve on boards. So I'll let them speak about whatever, you know, they're personally involved in. But, you know, I serve on the board of Community Foundation for Northeast Georgia. North Fulton is part of our community, as well as Forsyth, Gwinnett, and some other parts of North Metro Atlanta. Uh, I serve on the board of North Fulton Community Charities, a longtime heralded organization, doing great work in this community. Um, Serve on the Forsyth Chamber Board, partly because I grew up in Forsyth. It's my hometown. I'm still biased, and they try to drag me in all the time, and I love them for that. Um, and all of us, I think, in certain respects, volunteer with our churches and do different things. Now, at a team level, we have actually this current week, uh, we're doing a backpack raise uh, for Agape, which is an organization that's bringing backpacks and supplies to underserved children. Schools start soon. I think the pandemic accelerated a lot of challenges with our low to moderate income families and neighbors. Um, we're playing our part, I think, to try to address that. Um, we've helped North Fulton Community Charities doing food drives. We hope to do more. I mean, that's an area I think now as we're settling the recruiting down a little bit, we're cementing our plans for the future. I think we want to be a bold supporter. And um, I've always said, like for my kids, the reason your mom and I do this is for you, for our neighbors, and for God. And probably God's probably at the top of that order, obviously. But uh, I, I don't work for the work side of it. I work to give back. And I think everybody else is in the same regard. So Rose, you're always doing stuff.
3: <laughs> and, and I love to do a lot of volunteer work. And mm-hmm. one of my favorite things is um, when I was part of an organization, um, it was Habitat for Humanity. Mm. So I'm looking into getting involved in that again. I, I love doing work in the house and, and believe it or not, I love painting. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but, and I love doing the gardening piece. So, um, and I hope to get involved in a few more uh, charities as well with, with GNFC as well. So looking forward to that.
4: Awesome. Yeah, I would just add, unfortunately, with my kids being so young, I'm not on any boards right now because I'm always at the baseball fields doing something, but um, try to get involved with North Fulton Community Cherries as, as well as do things with the uh, North Fulton Chamber.
2: Yeah, I forgot to mention North Fulton Chamber. Callie and her team, amazing mm-hmm. to to us. have been probably one of the biggest helpers of getting us out there and getting our name out there, and uh, remissed I left that out earlier. Great point, man.
0: Terrific. Um you talked about the, I guess, the, the way the company looks at its employees. And one of the things you can't help but notice because it stands out on your website is the awards that Pinnacle has won as a company for best place to work. Uh, talk about that, why that is.
2: So I think a lot of it goes back to what I said earlier. Everybody's an owner. Everybody shares in the success we have an incredibly vibrant and engaged leadership team. In fact, I've never seen this level of executive engagement. I mean, Terry Turner, our CEO, who I forgot to mention earlier, is from Dunwoody, went to Georgia Tech. Kind of rare to have a Tennessee-led bank, founded uh, the bank actually, and he's from here, which is cool. But you know, he, he has created this incredibly engaged culture where you can call him or anybody in the executive team as if they were somebody on the hall. So we know if we need to lean into our chief lending officer or our CFO on a a topic, or even Terry. I mean, cell phones are published. Uh, If you call his assistant and he's available, they'll patch you through. He comes in market often. He meets with clients. Uh, So does his team. And then one of the unique things that I was really excited about when I got here is we have a three-day orientation process that everybody goes through. And it was a little bit, Virtual weird during COVID, so Terry's back to putting everybody again through it personally. But he's in all three days. He leads all the segments. Um, he's at your breakfast table. He's competing with you in the team building. All of his executives participate, and it's it's really less about business and more about bonding. And I think every conversation I've had with Terry has been about my family or my background. And I'm used to well, what are your metrics? What are your goals? What's your production? And, you know, it's, I think that alone kind of shows them that whole, everybody carries the water and everybody's kind of on the same level. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of hierarchy in which I think also allows us to act quick. So when clients need decisions made, everything we have locally and even up at, at Nashville and at the executive level allows us to be super empowered. So our, I'll speak for the rest of us um, and y'all are wel- welcome to chime in, but our decision-making sometimes is one to two days on things I'm used to being two to three weeks. I just got complacent with it. You know, now you're like almost, you got to hedge your bets a little bit. Like, well, sometimes we're busy. Can we add a day or two and the client will still think it's amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I can validate that for you because uh, Matt's closed uh, two loans for us and and some related companies and uh, did it very, very quickly. And, uh, and we appreciate that.
4: Well, I I would just add to Scott's point, you know, as, as you listen to, in terms of best places to work and things of that nature, anytime we have a an event, Terry, our CEO, his vision is to be the best financial place to work in the Southeast and to be the best financial services firm. So with that in mind, uh, there, that, that's that's our march. And so we, we're always doing that. And I think that's just helped to retain talent, knowing that you've got the management team looking at it from that perspective.
2: Well, that retention rate is so high. So if one person leaves for reason, like not because of retirement or their spouse got relocated, Terry himself calls the regional president and wants to know why and Mm. what could we do differently and how can we solve for that? And so you wonder when we're filling out these surveys that lead to this, it's because we know that the executive team and our local peers really care. Um, And that, I think I had a lot of that for most of my career, my prior employer. So I will say, my prior employer held up to that for most of my career. Um, but even this level, I think somewhat because we're a little smaller, it just feels so much more intimate. So the, just the level of connectivity is, is like nothing I've ever seen.
3: Uh, and I, I, I agree with that. Coming from a larger bank, um, if you had any type of survey with the employees, it was once a year. And even if you did put anything in there that you thought was of value, um, it really never got addressed. Right. Whereas Terry (laughs) sends surveys quarterly and not just one, but sometimes two to three. So they're constantly on top of things constantly. Mm. And if they feel like there's a need to, you know, to focus on something, they will. It's not just a a survey to do a survey. They really do care about what percentage of their employees are happy. And that's, that's huge. I have never worked for an industry, or any in this industry. I've not worked for any bank that really cared that much. So. Yeah, and
4: if you have employees that are happy and engaged, yeah. they're going to take care of their clients, and Absolutely. the results are going to speak for themselves. So, yeah.
1: amen. So, what does the future look like?
2: So, uh, I think one of our key milestones coming up is we're going to hopefully by the end of this year open up our new uh, North Fulton, North Metropolitan headquarters. Mm. It's right on Northwinds Parkway. It's across from Avalon, which we believe is the epicenter of the 400 corridor, really probably north metro Atlanta. Um, one of the cool things that I think I've never had a chance to do is, is co-locate my business with an entrepreneur. So uh, Evan's Contracting, it's their headquarters building. We'll be at the bottom floor. Uh, given we serve a lot of entrepreneurs, their employees, their executives, to be in the building with an entrepreneur, is maybe our living laboratory. So, I mean, I am a little excited to have that, you know, uniqueness to it. It will feel different. I think you'll see like our our architectural designs are modern and fresh and um, don't feel like a stuffy old school bank when people visualize that. Um, We'll have a full service bank. So probably one of the only banks of this size that I'm aware of that on the hall will have our senior credit officer and our treasury partner, and our credit analysts and our branch team, and I mean the whole the whole crew will be there. So if you're a business owner and you want to come to us, you never have to worry about is there a local person that can help make my decision. All of that will be mostly made within our office. And I you know I think as we go to market and grow, uh, that's going to be a cool thing. We need more talent. So one of the things you know we hear about inside the company is we haven't unending appetite for talented client professionals. We don't want sales people. We're not looking for somebody to hit a goal or, or be the the greatest widget seller. But, you know, for anybody listening, you guys, if if you know of anybody that maybe's on the fence about their situation and wants a refreshing environment, that's really dedicated to the full team approach um, and knows how to take care of their clients, that's top priority. That's who we want. So we don't Fill positions like we've literally. Terry, somebody said one time, if you went into Atlanta as an example, and you were going to, ha- you know, who are you wanting to hire? And he said, all the good ones. It's like <laughs> all of them. Yeah, we'd hire all of them. If they were all available and they'd all come work for us, we would hire them. So I, and I say good one, the great ones. um So, you know, our probably what's next part that we're all still constantly working on is talent acquisition and obviously clients uh, bringing them on board. Um, but every client we've had has been a huge, and thank you, Roger, for your comments earlier, been huge advocates for us. So I think mm-hmm. our brand ambassadors tend to be our clients. So we'll bring on small ones, medium-sized ones, big ones. They all are our evangelists, and we're grateful to have every one of them.
1: But I think he's exactly right, because we'll always hire good people. And, Absolutely. And so that's what you want to do.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So digging a little deeper on clients, who are your target clients and what the the ones that are best fits for you?
2: the enjoyable ones that pay their bills. No, I'm just kidding. Um yeah, in 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 all sincerity I mean. We, and and thank goodness there are a lot of those out there. <laughs> there are a lot of ones out there. Uh, we we fortunately know a lot of them. Um you know, I would say the typical segment for the majority of us is the local entrepreneur. So um and 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 the people they care for. So their family, their employees, their executive team. That's the bulk of who we call on. In fact, uh, Pinnacle, I think we're, and I might be getting the percentage wrong, we're probably three-quarters business-oriented. Um, very different. A lot of banks are very retail-heavy, and the business stuff's kind of the next layer. Ours is probably lead with business, uh, their owners, their employees. And and then probably the mass consumer segment is kind of the next segment, um, which which Rose serves. But you will probably see the majority of our clients will be business owners. I mean, yeah. that's probably who we're all looking for. I would say, you know, we do serve private equity. We do serve some large corporations. That's probably not our bread and butter. We have teammates that are really good at that. Uh, but most of us on the panel and probably honestly the majority of the teammates we have are serving local entrepreneurs, family owned businesses. And I think that's what we all enjoy too, because we can add a lot of value to them. You know, and that's where I think I get excited is when somebody asked me a question still, like, how do I solve for this? And I'm like, why are you still asking me all these years later? I thought I've made a lot of mistakes, but um, it's, it's, you know, the business community is just very reciprocal and it's fun.
4: I would just add, you know, we're, we're, we're all generalists, uh, or at least I consider myself, you know, we're, as a growing market, uh, there's not anybody that I don't want to talk to. And so, um, you know, we don't operate in silos, and so uh, any any business owner that is looking for a, a new banking relationship, we we want to be we'd like to be there to speak with them. Yeah,
2: and we hear a lot of prospects and clients talking about their bank. Ma- seems like they don't care about them anymore, or they're too small. I hear that all the time. I think my business is too small for you guys. Um, and to Matt's point, I mean, I think we're like no, all businesses right now, especially as we're growing. I mean. They all matter, I mean we want to we want to engage with all business owners, even if we can't help them, we want to give them advice because what we hope is sometimes in our business you have to tell people no, but if you do it in the right way and they leave with an idea or they go back and they fix something because of something you and your team shared with them, they're more likely to say, "Hey, that bank that couldn't take care of me was still amazing to deal with. When I get on my feet, i'm going to go work with them, and they're going to evangelize with their friends and I learned years ago. The smallest business knows the biggest business. I mean it's mm, you know yeah. you, you go to church and they're all friends or they hang out on the ball <laughs> field so treat them with respect.
0: For sure. So you talked about your um location, you're thinking that's open um here at the end of the year? Were hopefully.
2: She, yeah, it's a, as Roger probably going to test a weird construction environment. Um yep. we are hoping to be built by December. That's kind of the goal. Probably be in, I don't know, early Q1 is kind of the goal because we have equipment and stuff to be installed. But luckily, we're already right now operating at uh, Amber Park, which is across the street from Avalon. So we're here already. We have space. Um, it's actually kind of neat to me. We, I've never worked in a co-working environment. We're in Office Evolution. They're amazing landlords. Mm. Chris, I'll give her props. Our property manager is amazing. She's like the most amazing human being ever. Um, And what's been neat about that is we're also in like an incubator. So we're on the hall with business owners and hedge fund traders and all this strange kind of, (laughs) you know, amalgam of business folks, but it's a little community unto itself. So I think we're all going to be a little little bit uh, jealous when we move on because it's just different, Um, but we're excited to get in the building. I mean, that's something we're pushing.
0: (laughs) But your operating model, even in in your new space, is not to be uh, real estate heavy with as you say, the Greek columns all over the place, but it's really to be in front of your customer, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and as opposed to you got to come to see us necessarily.
2: Yeah, and that's you know I think if you look at Pinnacle's financial results, we've been very financially successful, and a lot of it is because we're kind of facility light. Um, you know, banks are very heavy with infrastructure, and as you see, the industry is changing. Like everybody's consolidating that. That's why a lot of banks go through mergers. And what we've decided is we want to put the money into the talent. So when we have facilities, they'll be world-class. We'll build them as nice as you've ever seen, but because we don't build a lot of them, we're able to invest in people like Rose and Matt and the rest of our team um, to serve clients, and we're going to also invest in tools to help our clients be successful, like treasury management. That's awesome. Wow.
0: Scott Jordan, Rose Sharif, and Matthew Ricks from Pinnacle Financial, welcome I don't, I, I, I don't, I was gonna say welcome to North Fulton. You're already in North Fulton. <laughs> You've been here forever. Right. But uh, thanks for planting the pinnacle flag in North Fulton. How about that? Thank That's you. a better way to say it. Um, thank you for your uh, commitment to North Fulton. And, but we got to get to the most important question is for those that want to be in touch and learn more, let's tell them how they can do that.
3: Sure. Um, basically, right now, obviously, we don't have our branch, but we have our cell phone numbers and, and we can certainly publish that if that's all right as you wish call me at 404-966-7673 and uh, we'll take care of you and my email address is rose.sharif at pnfp.com and that's the initials of our bank
1: and a web
2: address and the web address is pnfp.com as well Mm -hmm. okay very simple
1: yeah
0: very good terrific scott jordan Rose Sharif and Matthew Ricks from Pinnacle Financial, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, John. Thank you. Roger. Folks, just a quick reminder that this show, Business Beat, is brought to you by Frazier & Dieter. Frazier & Dieter is one of the fastest-growing accounting and advisory firms in the U.S. because they serve the emerging needs of their clients as they evolve. They serve clients from the global Fortune 1000 to growing private businesses by accounting for today while advising for the future. Frazier and Dieter invest in relationships to make a difference. For more information, go to FrazierDieter.com. Well, Roger, better late than never. This show's a little late getting going, but we had a great... This, is, this was a lot of fun. We had great guests here today.
1: We we did. I'm glad that we uh, got to do it. Yep. And uh, thank you guys for being flexible with your schedules and uh, great job.
0: Terrific. Um, so we're going to wrap it up here, folks. So for... Roger Lesby. I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat.